0: Hope everyone's had a good week so far. It's close to Christmas time and I hope everyone has their gifts ready and all that fun stuff. the doodles. That's a weird way of saying it, but you get it. It's been an interesting time. I've discovered recently Instagram reels. Oh my gosh, I'm old how did I not discover that earlier in a sense that I've been watching a lot of YouTube shorts because then I can integrate nicely from the YouTube videos into the YouTube shorts however whomever I had some friends send me some stuff via Instagram recently and I opened it and then just unconsciously I started scrolling and I realized holy crap I've been scrolling through Instagram and it's called instagram reels (laughs) but maybe it's just because of the content i'm being sent the content i'm receiving via instagram reels is so much more wholesome and so much more just oh my goodness the most adorable things the funniest things on instagram reels the heck is this there's also the youtube shorts are full of politic nonsense whether it's left right center middle up down left right it's uh, full of politics full of stressful things maybe it's just my algorithm it's fully like i can imagine that if you go on instagram and look up a lot of controversial characters you get a bunch of controversial reels so yeah that's just something i've discovered recently. And from there I've discovered a lot of cute animal videos. Oh my goodness. Cats and dogs are the most adorable little creatures in the world. And I realize a lot of the videos associating to dogs are really either cute or dumb as heck. They're they're running... Running down the stairs, flying, left, right, and center. And then you have kitty videos, which is uh, adorable at times. Uh, but when they go going to an adult, it's a lot of uh, cats being mean and that's funny type videos. Whereas for dogs, it's all them being cute and dumb. While they're freaking smart, but the videos capture, uh, the videos that... Are captured off them are dumb, so <laughs> like of them, like yeah, running into walls or just doing something stupid or like very happily bringing their owners one stick, the smallest stick in the world, it's half the size of your pinky. I don't know if you've seen that real, but it's freaking hilarious and once again it got me thinking a little bit because i'm currently writing a paper i'm conducting research and writing a paper it's called a thesis yes um about uh animals more specifically about mm, i'm not sure how much i'm allowed to say just yet cuz i've not this is this entire research has not fully concluded yet um but let's just say it's about animals And the results were very, very interesting. And that was one portion of the uh, research that was done. Let's say one portion of the research was specifically done uh, uh, about you indicating yourself if you are a dog person or a cat person. And another part of the research included uh, uh, includes um, you being a cat or dog owner. And there are parts of the research that also indicates that you're a non-owner or you've owned some type of animal, at some point in your life, or not anymore. Something along those lines. And it's freaking interesting because the at least the data collection portion of the uh, study is completed, uh, and we just about round up our data analysis. And I'm in the process of writing this paper right now. But the stuff we found, at least I found, was uh, well, yeah, uh, we found as a group, but like I found these specific results very freaking interesting. So. Overall, if even if you are a cat or dog owner, doesn't really matter, even either one, the results indicate overall, most people, even if you are a cat owner, dog people. (laughs) are ruling strong in every category if you're neither pet owner or uh or yeah if you're neither a pet owner or have ever owned a pet or if you've never owned a pet your whole life or at one point have owned it either one doesn't matter all these conditions every single one the dog people rated higher on every single scale except for the cat people scale. Uh, the except for the cat ownership scale. If you're someone who's owned a cat, that scale they're more often cat people. However, the dog people on the people who said that they've owned cats are still relatively high. So No matter what, even if you're a dog person, cat person, or whatever, everyone seems to be more closely identifiable to uh, the dog people trait. And there are many theories as to why this could be, or at least that's we haven't researched into it, but people could in the future. But there's one where theorizing that it could be... Because if you're a cat owner, you are less subjected to the stereotypes of cats, therefore you're more likely to vote on yeah being a cat person. However, if you've neither if you've never owned either or have owned a cat but like way far uh, away in your life like ten years ago or something, or your parents owned it and you were never really a fan, but you just lived with it because your parents owned a cat or something like that. This could be the reason why all these people in all these conditions still rated dog, uh, being a dog person higher than being a cat person. Because everyone was given these two scales. Everyone was given dog person and cat person on a 1 to 7 Likert scale. And <laughs> yeah, everyone rated themselves as being a dog person over being a cat person, except for the people in the cat uh, who is currently a cat owner. So yeah this is this is uh maybe it's not surprising for a lot of people but i don't know it's it's always very easy to say like oh you know that makes sense that's logical blah blah, blah. The <laughs> i think for a lot of people that's easy to say but until you actually see evidence of it and put it into numbers you can't really believe it right so it's I there is one part of the study where we try and identify stereotypes in which people have for cats or dogs. And, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, there are scales that we use, such as security and judgement, where security being how well do you think your your cat or dog's able to defend you, and then how, um, uh, judgment being how well are they identifying uh, different traits could be negative could be positive but yeah cats also score rather high on the security stereotype i guess you can say which is interesting because you hear very often about guard dogs or and stuff like that but you never hear about guard cats but people still think that their cats could give some type of security, which I think is very interesting. Because like, uh, c- security could look th- uh, could be looked at in multiple instances. It could be looked at as if someone attacks me right now, will they protect me? Or is it security from an emotional aspect? I, uh, for example i think that my cat gives me a lot of peace of mind and for some that could be considered a security trait that's interesting because we always think of uh, like it's very often to think of things in one dimension so these are of things that are very commonly known to be cat things may not always be the truth, right? I have definitely always been a dog person. Surprise, surprise! Uh, but up until recently, I've been finding a true, the true value in having uh, cats. In a sense that you don't know a lot about something until you've actually either owned it or have done it. It just in general in life. I think it's is uh, very often there, uh, people get very like, oh I can do that super easy. Oh I think this would be super like that and that. Like you haven't actually done or do anything but you guess how it is, right? Until you actually done it, it's very it's often truly hard to guess or think about that. So yeah. Recently Obviously this apply, no, it doesn't apply to everything, but like some things that are super simple maybe this doesn't apply to, but more complicated, more complex things like cats and stuff. If you haven't owned a cat before, it's kind of really hard to imagine Uh, because you probably, you yourself are probably susceptible to the stereotypes as well. The stereotypes that everyone has, that cats are mean and they don't give a shit about anything and stuff like that and up until recently I found one of the true values of having or like just more personality traits about cats and stuff that I've realized recently because it's one thing to have an image of what it would be like to own a cat or a dog or have a little cat or dog friend Uh, it's one thing to have that image in your head and it's another thing to actually have them because sure dogs in general have their character traits and cats in general have their character traits however once you get to know them individually it's crazy it's insane i i I can see why that it well if you want to make this a bit more meta I can see why some people who don't own um, animals may have very different opinions on these things. Same thing like how it's hard for men to make laws about women and for women to make laws about men. Even though it still very much happens. It's difficult because you don't understand the position that the other thing is in or the other person is in until you actually feel it yourself. And this goes for many, 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 many things, and that's why uh, we have a lot of issues that we do anyway. But uh, it, like I say, doesn't apply to everything. But for the most part, I do think that this is the case, and it goes. This, it goes the same way for animals, and yeah, uh, the the if you have multiple cats and or dogs, and yeah. They're, them as a species do have some underlying traits that are innate and the same for all, despite the breed and stuff like that. However, every human, even though we have basic functions that are the same, and therefore having certain traits that may be similar for all humans, still, we all have our individual personalities and individual thoughts and stuff like this. And the same goes for our animals, which is hard to think about when um when you just think of them as a whole. Like like I think it's very easy to think about lions or tigers as a group and them doing what they're doing. But we've never actually well, at least an average person never <laughs> own one unless you're like some type of like billionaire. And (laughs) but an average person doesn't really own them, so it's kind of hard to understand that. But same for cats and dogs, I think. When you finally have one and then see their individual personalities, it's so interesting. And it's so cool at the same time because it makes you feel more humane about them. And I also think that maybe some people who does not have the highest empathy levels for animals, that's why there are like animal abusers, right, out there in this world that beats up the dogs and cats or, yeah, different households. Maybe they're not abusive people, but they're abusive to animals. I don't know. There, there are definitely people who are <laughs> not the nicest to animals and think of them as like dirty little creatures for sure but the people who do have more empathy for animals yeah it it, it's it's fair and it's fair in a sense that i know i understand why people would spend all this money and treat them like it like a genuine child, child that they may have, like a human child. I mean, obviously with some differences in their needs and stuff, but they will go to that extent and get very, very upset if something were to happen to them, or if they were to die or pass and stuff like this. Their lifespan is about <laughs> very, it's about one seventh, one eighth, or depending. Let's just say their lifespan is about, let's say, maximum. On an average, you can go to 15 years old for some. Some older, some way younger. But this is considering for our lifespan quite short, right? So if you own a cat in your childhood or a dog in your childhood or even in your 20s or 30s, it's going to be 10 years, 10 to 15 years. ...of your life with this being... (laughs) ...jumping around... ...messing stuff up... ...or also sleeping with you... ...and you're feeding it... ...and like... ...yeah, it's gonna be very upsetting... ...if something were to happen to them... ...or or they pass or just disappear... ...and it's... ...such a painful thing... ...and for some people it's like... ...yeah, they're just little creatures who gives a shit... ...I'm gonna beat them and then throw them on the streets... ...there is... ...this is very much a reality for a lot of animals... But for people who have these animals in their house, and have these like little friends <laughs> in their house, I- it's it. Uh, I'm realizing more and more how much more emotional this entire thing is. Because I think a lot of kids as well. I mean, I've seen it on YouTube and Instagram and stuff of uh, d- little kids having their dream to be wanting a dog or wanting a cat and then one christmas or one birthday their parents gift them a dog or a cat <laughs> and adorable the kid starts crying they're super grateful little do you know in the next fifteen years or in the next ten years you're gonna have the biggest heartbreak of your <laughs> life <laughs> um, amongst other things i'm sure stuff will happen in between blah blah yeah you know but in terms of specifically for this cat or dog I- You've just gotten a child, essentially. You've just gotten a new member of your household. In the Netherlands, at least, uh, they take this quite seriously. And they treat it as if it's a member of your household. That's quite a big deal. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. At least for people who don't have dogs or cats. And maybe don't understand this to a deeper level and i know some people who are definitely a lot more emotional about this than others and they get very upset even about small things i know someone during biology in high school (laughs) they were even upset when we had to dissect mice and frogs just to see their intestines and stuff like that and uh, some people get upset about this, and I know someone who got upset about this and didn't even come to the class because they were so uncomfortable uh, seeing creatures get killed f- so that people can go ooh and ah, and also for learning the body. But like little kids, uh, like high school, well, a lot of high schools these days thinks they're they're adults, so like good on you. But like, that's a different topic for another day. You know, every every kid wants to. uh grow up and every <laughs> adult wants to go back there's a reason for that right it's, uh, uh, it's a uh, it's a topic for another day at least but yeah at least for little kids i do think it's important to learn these things but to open them and see it some not everyone's the happiest with that and it's nice that at least in in that case that uh, this person was able to tell a teacher like yo i'm not comfortable and then they were like yeah it's fine because it's not mandatory you don't get graded for it which is something that nice to see but there were definitely some people in the class who were taking the dead body slapping it around and stuff and <laughs> maybe that's a different type of um, empathy there but it's easier connect uh, dogs and cats if, uh, if they have their personalities and they cuddle up to you and it was adorable. But for mice and frogs, some people are like, ew, that's disgusting. While fully owning like ten different cats and dogs, it's, I guess, a different level of what you think an animal is and what you think your friend is. And yeah, some people call their pets friends, you know, like, <laughs> but yeah, I guess it's also. Uh, you also have to afford some stuff you know, you know, in the Netherlands they have pet insurance that ranges anywhere from ten, fifteen euros 20 euros to twenty five, thirty euros per month per animal and yeah it may not be the cheapest depending if you want to get the highest quality food for your cat or dog and that also plays a role or if you just get the cheapest store brand stuff which is not bad you just need to just n- look out for the, the ingredients and stuff but generally it's not right but yeah it's just something that i've really learned to appreciate recently and because of all the research that me and like like a few of us are doing for our thesis uh, yeah it just made me really appreciate it a lot more and yeah it's something i've been thinking about as well so if you are on the fence of getting a dog or a cat and you are fully capable financially and stuff like this for them. And it's also smart to probably set up separate funding. It doesn't have to be a big one, but just like some extra savings or something for a rainy day in case something happens. Even for yourself, right? If something were to happen to you tomorrow, you should have some funds somewhere for that. If you don't have insurance or like <laughs> get y- your animal <laughs> insurance. I don't know. But if you're on the fence depending on how you react or how you feel about like the low bodies it could be a life changing thing but it's not that far off from thinking of about having a kid maybe it's less responsibilities because they don't have passports and stuff okay well depending when you travel they do have passports maybe it's because they don't have like they don't have to go to school and stuff like that it's like there's something else unless you want to train your dog like a like you know but like they it's not like they need to go to school and they have stuff so it's just different but it's not that far off from uh, yeah having kids like thinking about the responsibility you need realize that you need to wake up feed them <laughs> multiple times a day when you go on vacation someone needs to take care of them unless you bring them with you and and more often than not, a lot of people who get like cats or dogs, they want puppies or kittens. In that sense, they wanna play. They're kids. They wanna play. You set aside time to play with them and just have them enjoy their youth. There, it's it's really a long and big commitment. So, yeah, if you can handle it, and if you want to there can be a real change in your household and i think it can be a very emotional thing as well Uh, so there are a few things you should prepare yourself for and if you're still fully for it it can be a very much a life-changing thing and i think it's also very beautiful in some aspects and some levels and can can be very mindful as well but remember (laughs) kids (laughs) or even adult like cats or dogs they run around they break shit if you are a glass (laughs) glass vase collector you like to have them displayed probably have to change that (laughs) you know or if you love to have stuff hanging around or if you love to have like sensitive decorations on specific places I would just be careful about that (laughs) as well but yeah these are just things i've thought about this week at least and yeah and i have to keep writing my favor as well so it's something to think about in the meantime anyways um i hope this has been quite adorable look up cat uh, adorable cat dog videos it's, it's so 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 sweet it's uh, really adorable and yeah i'm actually also trying out a new mic so if it's annoying and if it moves too much it's because it's a handheld mic and yeah i feel like a singer and a rapper at the same time it's quite cool but if it's shitty someone please let me know you can drop me an email my contact somewhere and uh if you want to support me yes you can w- visit buy me a coffee hang out there send me a message donate 30 cents really doesn't matter in um netherlands one of the grocery stores the cat like food cat pate food is like 29 cents so just saying you'd be buying a meal for one of the kitties if you want that. Ooh. is that convincing maybe maybe not who knows uh yeah but if you're showing me support go ahead uh, go to buy me a coffee if you want if not then it's all good you know you do you um but yeah, overall, thanks for listening and go out, be kind, be nice. Ooh, and till next time, peace out.